0: I'm Stephen. And I'm Kevin. In today's episode of The Stephen and Kevin Show, we're going to talk about raising your game when it comes to client gifting. Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 77 of the Stephen and Kevin show. And today we're going to be talking about improving your gift giving game. We get a lot of advisors who come to us for coaching and training and, and they want to build loyalty with clients and want to engage that law of reciprocation, but they want to do it the right way. And we're going to share some tips with you today.
1: Yeah. So over the years, we've talked a lot about how to engage clients on a social level. You take them to lunch, you have events, you get to know them beyond the numbers. We've also outlined through all the research we've done, the impact this has on your bottom line. So not only do you have more fun as an advisor and you deepen the loyalty of your clients, they tend to refer you more often when you have mm-hmm. a better relationship. So all that to say, hey, there's, there's a reason why we're focused on this today. Client gifting makes a difference. And there's a real difference in in advisors who are really, really good at sending small gifts to their clients versus those who do it occasionally. That's right. And we recognize there's pretty much everybody watching this has sent a small gift to a client at some point. We get that. But we're talking about today, how do we put some structure around it and and, and encourage some teamwork around sending gifts that have maximum impact?
0: Yeah, we're going to systematize it a little bit. Mm-hmm.
1: And we're going to show you some of the fine tunings that go from you know, having a,
0: a good gift giving strategy to a really, really good one. So
1: yeah, do you know this, Kevin, like when we when we present to groups, if that topic ever comes up, if it happens to be on the agenda to talk about sending small gifts, it's a hot topic. Hot topic. Everybody has an idea. Yep. You know to throw some peer-to-peer conversation around it and everybody has ideas and they're all interesting in their own way. We had an advisor one time who said that, you know, a client of hers had a, a, a relative who passed. The relative had season tickets at the the uh, the ballpark and they had a, a piece of the the scoreboard framed with a plaque and, and things like that that you're just like that's a great idea and you hear a ton of those but I think to me even more importantly is you hear some some systems that people use mm-hmm. and you can tell those who do it more often because they've got ways to encourage their staff to help they've got systems in place to encourage everybody to talk about it more often yeah to put budgets behind it and things like that that just make it happen much more often
0: yeah everyone can give a good gift every now and then right uh we want to show you some ways that you can do it very consistently and and, and do a good job with it and the first tip that we're going to offer today is to think inexpensive Right? And and we know that there's some gift-giving policies, and we're not here to talk about compliance and, and, and such, but we're not trying to spend a lot of money with these. right? I think, actually, the more money you spend, the more disingenuous it can come across. It's like, wow, what's going on? Like, Or at least does, you have clients saying, oh, you don't need to do all that for yeah, me. It, it you does, know. They don't feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So we're thinking, we're thinking inexpensive, and I think that is, that's really important. So it could be $20, $30, $50. You know, um, I think a lot of firms, it's like $100 max, right? So again, you, you don't have to break the bank.
1: Yeah, and when we pass PowerPoints through compliance departments, they always pick on this. They're yes. like, hey, you know, you got to be real careful with gifts. And we're like, well, the, the advice that we're recommending here is don't spend a lot of money on it. So think about this, for example. Think of what you would send to somebody who's not even a client yet. And i had this conversation with an advisor a while back where she said i've got somebody i had a great dinner with her we really hit it off she is considering us and i want to send her something but i don't want it to be like
0: i'm trying to buy your business
1: yeah like i don't want it to be over the top yeah and i said well send her something that's free right so what do we find well they talked about her love of cooking she loves to cook indian food that's her new passion so we went online there happened to be in the new york times cooking section somewhat recently uh, a recipe for Tikka masala. That's right? perfect. Yeah. So you send it over. Hey, I saw this and was thinking about you, right? Very, very natural, inexpensive to the point that it's free and it just shows the, the real intent here. I was thinking about you enough to, to find this and send it to you. That
0: segues beautifully into our second tip, which is get personal, right? Giving a sleeve of golf balls with your firm you know, a name on it or a hat or whatever it is, is not Personal, right? So if it's something like that, like a recipe for something, or if you know, I, I love your example of the, the what was it, the piece of the stadium scoreboard. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, you need to you need to know your clients enough to be able to personalize the gift. And a lot of times we'll say, well, think about like the standard coffee table book. If that client had a coffee table book sitting in their living room, what would it be on? Would it be on Harley Davidsons? You know, motorcycles. Like what what would it be on? And then try and get a gift. That, um, that fits that mold.
1: Yeah, and thinking next level with it too, right? It's not it's not enough to know that, you know, for the Nichols, I put a, in their client notes that they are fans of the University of Michigan. If I send something to Kevin's house from the University of Michigan, yes, it is personalized, but they're swimming in University of Michigan gear over there. We are, Right? You know. Just swimming in it, right? Um, sometimes I see Kevin walking around here and I wonder if he's just accepted a coaching job there. Um, <laughs> But you know, my point being, you've got to go beyond surface level. Oh, I know he likes the Tar Heels. Let me send him something mm-hmm. along that. Oh, yeah, he likes to golf. Let's send some golf balls. What's Kevin, what's his new passion point? What's mm. he into nowadays? Kevin just had a tree fall in his yard. So if I'm thinking surprising, I don't make, get a gift out of it, but I'm thinking, what's a little touch point to show that I was thinking about him? Maybe I find an article that's like about all the tree fallings across Greensboro here lately. Yeah, or with something. the
0: thunderstorms and the price gouging. And then I on. called
1: around to a couple of people that I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I called around to a couple of people that I know and found who they really recommend for tree removal. Yeah. Right. Just little things like that that show that I'm thinking about Kevin, not a gift, but it shows how personal this should be next level personal that's good Um, third tip we're gonna offer you today is to
0: make it irregular right I get a lot more um, a lot more credit giving my wife flowers randomly than I do on Valentine's Day right and I think that's like the best example of doing it on an irregular basis right if it's expected eh, thank you that's nice you know it's the holidays oh yeah you know but if it's just kind of a random act of kindness then uh, wow that really kind of knocked my socks off
1: yeah and I know when I'm talking to a team and we talk about this concept and the first thing they bring up are the holiday gifts they send out or the birthday the, whatever that's they right. do I know they're missing the mark on yep. this because that they, they, you know it's just like it's mailing it in right it's not something you, you avoid it's not something you say well we don't ever do that but you just that's not what we're talking about today we're talking about small thoughtful gifts that, that come at a regular time that's right Uh, the next one create a budget Mm. now this budget is not meant to limit your spending it's meant to incentivize you to spend Mm -hmm. this is one of those budgets where you say we've got x amount of money we've got five grand this year two thousand or whatever number you put behind it that we have to spend no matter what and we have to spend it in small increments exactly and this is all about saying you know what this is important to us to where we need to be spending x hundred a week you know to get this job done to the level that we know we should be doing it
0: I like your point about it's not like whenever you think the word budget it's always to like limit spending but this is a budget to really say like we've set aside this money that we definitely want to use on this
1: yeah absolutely. absolutely
0: Um, the next one here is to empower your team, and I think this this is uh, really connects to creating a budget, right? So if we have a budget, and as a team we talk about that budget, and hey guys, we all need to be coming up with ideas to spend that budget, right? That's empowering the team to use it.
1: Yeah, exactly right. And, and empowering the team also means that they don't have to come to you for approval on everything. Mm-hmm. Everybody on the team ought to have a, a budget amount that you feel comfortable with them spending. Yeah that's $30 or $50, they ought to have carte blanche to be able to use that for something special for a client. So it's not like, well, Kevin's out of town, I have this idea, I wanna run it by him. No, 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 I, I have an idea, you know, we, we wanna send something special to this person, and I'm just gonna do it and tell them about it later.
0: That's cool, right? yeah. Um, I, I think the other aspect of empowering the team is, is making it part of a team discussion during team meetings, right, Is that it's on the agenda. And who has an idea, what, did you, did you, what clients did we talk to and did we pick up on any intel? Yeah, we've seen,
1: team, we've seen teams incentivize their team members to come to the table with ideas, yeah. to where there's a cash prize in the middle for whoever comes up with the best idea. And that's like not a lot of money, but people, for the competitive nature of them, will say, hey, I want that five bucks. I want to beat you out. I'm coming to the table with an idea. Yeah, it, it
0: should be fun, right? Um, next one here is to leverage social media. There's so much information online, and, and you know, Facebook is the home of major life events. And if you are personally connected to clients on Facebook and, and LinkedIn, but really, really, really Facebook, um, you're gonna notice things like um, a new grandchild. You know, you're know, you gonna notice things like, yes, they, they just watched the University of Michigan game at, at Fisher's and they were really excited about it. You're just gonna see what's going on in their life and it's gonna spark that creativity
1: and give you more
0: and more ideas.
1: Some of you are more comfortable bringing that stuff up in conversation than others, mm-hmm. but just be mindful of the fact that social media has evolved to a point to where it's no longer awkward to acknowledge things that you saw on someone's Facebook feed. If you're, right? friends with, if you're friends with them. If yeah. you're friends with them. If they're a close client of yours, it's yeah. not like they're a, a prospective client and you did some deep Googling to arrive at some information that you know just shows that you were kind of hyper-researching them. <laughs> we're yeah. talking about... Yeah clients slash friends of yours, who you can stay involved with through social media and uncover ideas for small gifts.
0: Yeah, one of, one of my clients, and this is probably five years ago now, so when they were doing this, it was super cutting edge, but they were friends with a lot of their, their clients on Facebook. And whenever they would see a new child, grandchild, things like that, they would always get, they would take a picture from Facebook and they would get it you know, printed on a mug. And during that next client review meeting, they would be say, hey, by the way, we saw this on Facebook and we got a couple of these made for you. People absolutely loved it. And that was so cutting edge five years ago. Um, It still has a lot of impact. It still does.
1: You can do mugs, you can do stamps. I got a set of stamps one time uh, that I thought was great. We still have them. And um, I think that's really neat. So uh, also focus on shareable. So Mm -hmm. we were all about sparking some word of mouth. If you send me something to my house that me and my family enjoy, great. If you send me a basket of baked goods at a special occasion, we're having a work anniversary or something, and you send a big bouquet of flowers, you send a big uh, uh, big basket of baked goods that I'm not possibly eating by myself, yeah. people are gonna ask where it came from, right? Exactly. That sparks word of mouth, and that's what we're talking about when it comes to shareable.
0: Um, yeah, you know what, and also, um putting it in high traffic areas, like if it's something that will be in in an area where everyone will see it, um, or something that people will use on a regular basis. I remember I got surprised and delighted, hint, hint, like a little (laughs) winky face, um, by a financial advisor. And she sent me a a backpack, like a day pack, because she saw on my LinkedIn that I like to backpack. And then I'm out with it, and my friends are asking me, hey, where'd you get that? Where did you get it from? And they're asking me what store I bought it from. And I was like, actually, I did it. I got it from a financial advisor. And it created conversations. And that's a lot of times what you're trying to go for when you're when you're doing some surprise and delight. Yeah,
1: visible or shareable clothes. That, yeah, that was the word I was
0: missing, visible yeah, It's
1: something that the other people are going to ask about. Yeah. Hey, one, one thing to think about, as is you're, is you're trying to make this more apart. so some of you are listening to this and you're thinking, yeah, oh, we're all over this, we're really good at it, and many, many more of you are looking at this and saying, we could probably improve this. Yeah. Plus, everybody could look at this and say, I, I need to improve it in some way. If you really want to, to, to drill the point home with your team, surprise and delight them. Send them a thoughtful gift. Ooh, good idea. So if I'm thinking, gosh, you know what? We need to raise our game with this. I'm gonna make my point by saying, "What is Brittany into lately? What should I send her?" And so she gets the concept even more than she already does.
0: It's the epitome of leading by example, yeah. right? You 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 surprise and delight the team, and then you meet with the team. You say, "Hey, guys." we're going to start doing this for our clients. Yeah. Here's the budget. Here we're going to incorporate it into, into team meetings. Here's the, um, the, the we're going to make it a competition. You know, who can come up with the creative best idea? And then you really launch the process.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, and here's one thing to think about when you do this, not always is it going to result in a client saying immediately, Hey, that was really good. I need to send Kevin some referrals, right? right that That's not the way it works most of the time. It does occasionally, but, um, more often than that it's just it's general goodwill that you're building and think about this dynamic let's say that for example I send Kevin and Michelle I'm their financial advisor and I send Kevin and Michelle something really personal and interesting and they're really just you know they think yeah that, Kev- that guy Steven is pretty special he's a really nice guy nobody ever really says that. Um, <laughs> this is a hypo- very hypothetical a situation hypothetical. right Yeah, that's Steven yeah really a nice guy and um, I uh, you know, let's say that hypothetically again I go to them a week or two later, or a month or two, or a year or two later, and I'm like, hey, you know, your business partner, I'd really like to meet him. What's his story, would you put me in front of him? Now, if I'm consistently building goodwill with him through yeah, you know, some lunches, some dinners, some events, some small gifts here and there. He's a whole lot more likely to want to help me out. We have that depth of relationship.
0: It's all about the law of reciprocity, right? Popularized by Robert Cialdini in his book *The, Psych- the Psychology of Influence*. A really good book. You should read it. Um, just I want to recap these really quick. So if you're you're listening or watching, that you can take notes. Again, think inexpensive, right? Get personal. Make it irregular. Create a budget. Empower your team. Leverage social media focus on shareable gifts, and we added a bonus on focus on visible gifts.
1: Yeah, absolutely. A lot of times gang, people ask us, what's the difference in the Stephen and Kevin show and the Oxley Learning Center? Well, the show is, I don't wanna say random topics, but we'll pick a topic like small gifting. Mm -hmm. We'll share with you 15, 20 minutes on that topic and have a lot of fun doing it. Um, The Learning Center is a more formal educational system to where we record full length courses on topics specific to financial advisors. They're more in depth. Yeah, they're more in depth. They're more organized. They have better action steps and deliverables afterwards. They have
0: worksheets that go along with them. They have quizzes to make sure you picked up on the key concepts.
1: Yeah, so it's a really neat system. We put a ton of energy into building that out. You think we put energy, uh, you know, into to having to put produce shows? We have fun with it. They're short. the The learning center takes a lot more effort to build out in a meaningful way, and uh, all the more reason why ninety nine dollars a month is such a steal. Wait, Stephen, only ninety nine dollars? No, a seriously, month? Kevin. Ninety nine dollars <laughs> a month, right. and. Uh, You know, for that, you pick up a ton of ideas directly from us, it's very actionable. Take advantage of it and uh, you'll be glad you did. So anyway, thanks for joining everybody.